0: I'm not preaching at anyone. I'm always giving you what God has given given to me because he's working on me to make me what I ought to be in him. Amen? And I'm so glad he's not making me. Amen. Amen. Can can anyone say that? Amen. 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 My best days are before me. And it all has to do with my receiving everything he has for me today to be who he says I am and that New Life Fellowship we've made it our purpose here to preach the kingdom of God that means amen you're going to hear the message of receiving the promise amen that promise is the empowerment of God in one's life so that they can be a credible witness for him God needs a witness and in order for us to be that credible witness, through the promise we experience freedom, amen. And when we experience freedom, we must change agents, amen, and change the world. Without of, can't finish what he started. Everybody agree with that? He has to have sons and daughters, his children, his ambassadors, his kings, his priests, amen, to be his conduit by which he's able to finish his work, amen. And he includes. Today, if you're breathing and you. on part four of what I thought would be one Sunday message. <laughs> and uh, I thought I was going to be ministering and it's simply to introduce to you the discovery of the message of the kingdom of God. Rediscovering the kingdom of God. Of God. I like that word rediscovering. That means it's already been discovered and somewhere it got lost. Amen. I'm not accusing anybody. All I know is what I'm dealing with with me. And the more I find out about our Father, Amen, our Savior, our King, the more I'm realizing I'm rediscovering something that He came 2,000 years ago to give away amen religion is pretty powerful in our world isn't it and I don't mean religion in the light sense I mean it in the dark sense amen because a form of godliness without power is a religious world anybody ever wondered okay man if Jesus is powerful and he says these signs shall follow them to believe ever thought like that before And so the enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy what God has invested in us. And we've talked about that pretty much every week. The Lord has made it very clear to me that he wants me to preach the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Amen? Every every week, if the message is not from that vein, he don't want me ministering anything other than that. And the more I minister what he gives me about his kingdom, the more I realize who you are. Amen? You ever heard the time God in Christ reconciling the world to himself? You ever heard that before? It was in the Bible. <clears throat> if you had not read it, it's there. And so let me take the Christianese out of it as much as possible, possible you know, and, and help you know that If God was in Christ restoring Adam back to himself humanity then if we're baptized into Christ filled with the Holy Spirit which is God God is a spirit and when he relates to humanity he's holy and his spirit comes in which is the spirit of Christ (laughs) christ in us the hope of oh catching on just a minute that when you show up somewhere what showed up the kingdom of god showed up and so we'll make this quick and and, and very easy with example a few examples i'm going to read you what how jesus preached the message of the kingdom And while I'm reading that to you, you can examine yourself. Amen? And if you're lacking in anything that he preached when he preached the kingdom, he's okay. It's time to be restored back. This is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day of salvation. Now is the appointed time. Right now. We're not being saved from going to hell. We're being saved, amen, so that now we can be his temple and love others as he loved us. Got to catch this because in our Christian world, most people think salvation is being saved from the lake of fire. Uh, okay you can be saved from that too by the way it's just that if that's the reason you're saved you missed out on the purpose that's not the purpose that's not the purpose amen we're in this world we're not of this world how is that because God sees you as his kingdom that's arrived We're going to read that to you just shortly. Amen. Without a representative, his kingdom's not here. When Jesus showed up, the kingdom showed up. And he became the second man, Adam. Because the first man, Adam, was the kingdom of God in the garden That fell. Second man, Adam, he didn't fall. He finished the work, he became the example. (sighs) Man, this is heavy on me right now. Because right here, right now, the presence of God is available for whosoever will. And you need a change in your life? I'm going to follow the Spirit. I, I just. Because he wants to break out in this room right now, yes, yes. he wants to break out, and I know that you want him to break out because I can tell by the dynamics in the room that you're really tired of what's going on in our world. Amen. You've had enough, and that. Is huge we're tired of going to church it's time to be and without the church his kingdom cannot dominate and I can give you personal examples of how he's been helping me work with the old man that wants to come up out of the grave and y'all be sure I I can't tell you when that day stops because he wants to come up out of the grave every opportunity that he can get and that's my big challenge and I need to say it like that for you because uh, you need to know there's hope but without him you can do nothing without the source in his house you can do nothing but you can put a mask on And you can look like everything's good for a little while. Eventually, that mask will reveal there's some things behind it. But when you decide that you're going to draw a circle around where you're standing and say, I'm not moving until you change me, Lord. And you resolve in your spirit. It's not just a lay-me-down-to-sleep prayer. It's a, I'm all in, Lord. I am so attracted to my need for you and we're gonna we're gonna read that in his message of the kingdom and it was that those times that I've done that ladies and gentlemen that uh, just because I made a choice that I cannot do this without you Lord his spirit met me and he changed me to where the thing that was bothering me the the pressure the The attacks, the mental challenges, the storms, all the stuff that was going on lost its effect. And I knew something that I didn't know prior. And I knew it in a way of experience. And you couldn't take it away from me. I was all in. And that's how the kingdom of God comes. In our lives so that we're able to hear what the Spirit's saying experience what we're hearing by seeing it and then we're able now to be God's mouthpiece and declare it all he's looking for is a mouthpiece and he sent his word and he the point is the doing in the kingdom of god is being his oracle his mouthpiece i'm going to read that just shortly too and so for the next few moments giving you the liberty to while i'm ministering and talking to you about the kingdom of god where you're sitting it's okay if you allow the holy spirit to fill you don't worry about the person next to you and what they think it really don't matter all that matters is what daddy thinks all that matters is what the one that put you together thinks because we need jesus case closed if i need jesus why am i worried about a world around me and what they think amen and i don't mean that with humanity i mean the system the darkness and the lies that the enemy has manipulated precious people that God loves to believe. Amen. Are you posture today? Because in our dark system, there needs to be a light, right? Darkness can't comprehend the light. What's the light? The kingdom of God. Ye are the light of the world, right? And so Darkness is trying to come against that. And so you get to a place where it really don't matter about a world that wants to correct everything but can't be corrected. Thanks. Would that be a true statement from heaven? But when you choose to circle yourself and say, look, Lord, correct me. I'm off course. Get me back on course. And you're under Somebody said the other day, I said often, under the spout were the glory. I mean, it's a choice. It's all it is. You can decide wherever you can be driving down the road and just pull over. Say, okay, right here on Highway 35, I got to be changed. And He'll meet you right there. And you can mark it, amen, in your little black book, amen, with knowing that marker right there. That's where God did it. Is God that personal? Yes. If you're in hell right now, it's just everything is crashing down around you and you're f- as close to the bottom as you can get and you decide on the bottom, I need help, that's where he will meet you. But you don't have to wait till you hit bottom. You can decide today, oh, I need you, Lord, and he'll meet you there. So, it is totally at your discretion to let the Spirit come. Amen. You decide and you choose today whether or not he has liberty and permission to come the way he wants to come. Amen. And uh, if you're looking for a handshake, that's probably not what he's going to do. Amen. Most likely, he's going to come like a wind that blows. Amen. And in that wind, it's going to be strong enough that things that need to break away and debris that needs to be pushed out, it's going to be blowed out until you're clean in your spirit and you can release, amen, with thanksgiving, the utterance of heaven with thanksgiving and appreciation. Amen. So here's the introduction of the kingdom of God from Jesus's perspective when he came and i'm reading out of the the passion translation because it just fits the language if you got your king james you can follow along and you'll know boom that's good verse 5 of matthew 5 jesus saw a vast crowd of people gathering to hear him so he went up the slope of a hill and sat down And with his followers and disciples spread over the hillside Jesus began to teach them and this is the first time the message of the kingdom of God is preached what happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty for yours is the realm of heaven's kingdom in other words Saints when you realize you need something that you don't have when you come to that place where you realize, oh, this ain't working, I need God in my life. He says, For yours is the realm of the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4 What delight comes to you when you wait on the Lord, for you will find what you long for. What is it that we long for? His presence. When you wait on the Lord, mind I've drawn that circle, I ain't leaving. Lord, do you change me? That's when the spirit and the fire will come. And you will not be the same. The baptism of God's spirit and fire is not a suggestion, ladies and gentlemen. It is the good news and the kingdom of God preached wherever we go. It's not an added blessing. It is the blessing without him we can do nothing when you know come on he's been with us every one of us in this room know he's been with us but letting him fill us has always been the challenge because we're dealing with things in our life that the enemies made us agree with i'm still on the kingdom of god i'm gonna keep reading here just a moment but i gotta pause and let you know amen they're dealing with the person in the mirror that wants to keep coming out of the grave because We need to get every area of our life filled with God, set free, amen, experiencing the kind of freedom where the enemy, the prince of this world, has nothing in us, and that comes by a spiritual baptism that purges all those lies out with the truth that makes us free. Anybody want to get on fire? Come on, I'm tell you when you're baptized with spirit, you get the fire too. You get the passion. You're not afraid no more. You'll stand, amen, when it looks like you can't stand, and you'll preach when you feel like, amen, everybody's against you. Most Christians are not being who they know they need to be because they don't have the fire. And all you have to do is just make a decision. I'm not going to move until i get what i need well this is my pastor i'm begging no you're not begging he wants you to have it more than you want it that's the problem lord i got a problem i don't want you like i know i need you help me that's a good prayer i know i need it but what's wrong with my desire lord help me give me desire let me say this he's so into the details if you choose not to ask him he'll let more of the enemy come and just beat you up until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired and beat up that you say okay I think I'm ready for the fire Lord give me more desire and he can give you desire in a way you will never be able to get it yourself You can't produce the desire. You can't produce the passion. I know I need to be on fire for Jesus. Bless God, I'm going to make myself on fire. No, you're not. This is a God experience. When you hear the voice of God and you agree with him, experience, passion, fire comes with that so that you're empowered to go and declare the good news that the kingdom of God is here. Pastor Lowe, one of these days I'm gonna be all on board. Pray for me. I don't have to pray for you. Are you not gonna pray for me? Jesus already did. I'm just in agreement with him. He prayed for everybody. Everybody in John 17. It says it right there. I'm praying for all who believe on me through the apostle's word. I believe on for what? the Holy Spirit and fire, the Comforter, that they may be one, even as I and my Father are one. And he goes on and gives a wonderful illustration of the message he preaches in Matthew 5 of the kingdom of God. Pastor, all you are getting worked up. I want to get this burden off of me today. I'm talking to the guy I have to deal with in the mirror all the time. Somebody said, Man, you got a mirror everywhere. Yep. Everywhere I go. Might be a red light. It might be a situation that showed up because I know that old man in the mirror wants to react, but Jesus is saying, You gonna you gonna let me have my kingdom glory? I need my vessel right now. And if you will respond with me, I get my glory. If you react to this situation, you reject me. Anybody ever reject Jesus before? You know, it says in Hebrews chapter 6, I may not get through this today. Hebrews chapter 6, it said that we can re-crucify Jesus to an open shame. A lot of people that go to church don't even know that's in the Bible. That we can actually re-crucify Christ to an open shame. And it's, it's what happens on an ongoing base. He's still being crucified in our world today. It's because he's being rejected still in our world today. And when I call myself a believer and that I'm on board with Jesus and I reject him, I'm re-crucifying him. Is this helping you? Pastor, that's a pretty heavy message. No, it's, what it is is to let the enemy know his days are numbered with the old man in the mirror. I, I, I failed the test today and will get God is so merciful. He's so merciful. He'll let us fall on our face, and and we want to be on his side, but we got all these other thoughts and all these other experiences in our life that keep superseding the fact that I can be like Christ. That's why I need an experience from Christ, amen, that's so much greater than those experiences yesterday. And the idea that you're going to live for Jesus without having a baptism of his spirit and fire it's not possible. Quit lying to yourself. You cannot do this. Amen. And so I want to assure the fact that you know the lake of fire has no 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 that has no cards in the game. Because I know it's not a game, it's the kingdom now. I mean, the lake of fire is not even a concern of mine because. I've got this new breath of life I've got this new hope I've got this new joy I've got this empowerment I have got this vision this mission I'm on for him that's not even in play I'm not even worried about that because now I'm experiencing God on levels now from one glory to the next I'm being changed into his image from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord And so Jesus is preaching what I just told you there, my personal experiences. He's preaching that right now. That's the first message he gives us. In verse 5, he says, What blessings come to you when gentleness lives in you, for you will inherit the earth. How enriched are you when you crave righteousness? You're being transformed how enriched you are when you crave righteousness for you will be satisfied you're being transformed into a child of god how blessed verse 7 you are when you demonstrate tender mercy for tender mercy will be demonstrated to you what blitz you experience when your heart is pure for then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. Amen. The lies of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life have no influence at this point. Their influence is diminishing. Verse 9, how joyful you are when you make peace. For then you will recognize, be recognized as a true child of God. Anybody want some confirmation on the fact that you're a child of God? Amen? That you're the kingdom of God that has walked into the room? How enriched you are when, per- when, when persecuted for doing what is right. For then you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How blessed you are when people insult and persecute you and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because you love of your love for me. Has anybody experienced some persecution during all this pandemic stuff? Because the world is more intelligent than God. Pastor Lowe, be careful. No, I'm, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be careful for nothing on this one. Because the cross <laughs> still reigns. I, I, need, I need you to understand that it's it's not about what the world thinks, it's about what God has already finished. He won the battle over disease. He won the battle over sin. He's already paid the debt off. And the spirit of this world wants us to keep paying the debt. It's already paid off. If you don't know nothing else, know that Jesus Christ is crucified. Amen? His example and what he did became a door for you to step through into your identity. And your identity has nothing to do with fearing any disease, fearing any sin. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Anxiety and fear and depression and, and right now. The fear and the anxiety is producing more death than COVID is. People are taking their lives everywhere. Suicide rates higher than COVID rate. I don't know about that, Pastor. Okay, I'm not going to argue. All I know is what fear does. Jesus don't kill anybody. Jesus don't put disease on anybody. Fear does, anxiety does, manipulation and control does, but the kingdom of God don't. The kingdom of God is light. It brings life and light wherever it goes. Who's going to be a witness? I'm I'm not being political right now. I'm being the church. I'm being Christ. He's our hope. He's our life if you don't draw that circle around you and make up your mind i'm here until i'm changed amen so that i can be your temple lord and you can have your glory that you deserve there's no glory in running from a pandemic god's glory is when you can walk in a leper colony and touch the leper and get over the idea that you need to be quarantined you have dominion over leprosy you have dominion over disease that's the kingdom of God and right now the world is looking for a message that's greater than the message they've been listening to You don't like going to bed wondering if you're gonna get COVID and die you need to go to bed knowing you belong to the king you're blood-bought you're washed in the spirit amen you got a bright future God's got plans God is looking for a credible witness. And the only credible witness is those who know who they are. And they're willing, amen, to be out there and and, and take the persecution and the tribulation and all the stuff that comes with it for the one who paid our debt off. That's the least I can do. And in the middle of the fire, I'm not getting burned. I'm not getting singed. I'm going to come out on the other side, and there ain't going to be a smell of smoke on me. But all the voices prior to going into this thing that looks like it's going to take me out almost convinced me not to walk with the Lord. The kingdom of God. And Jesus keeps preaching. How blessed are you. When people insult, persecute you, and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. So leap for joy, since your heavenly reward is great. As for the future, y'all going to find out that heavenly rewards start here. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. The half hadn't yet been told. When you get in the presence of the one that puts you together... The kingdom of heaven has come to earth. Ladies and gentlemen, being born again and filled with the spirit ain't about going to heaven. Amen. Being filled with the spirit is about heaven coming to earth. And us taking our identity and being the salt of the earth, the light of the world. My goodness, trying to figure out heaven before we experience going through the door of death. And and we're wasting our time when we have a message that God wants to give to the world. Go when you go, preach the kingdom of God is here. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the leper. Cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Give what? The kingdom of God. Heaven has come to earth. All these wonderful blessings are here now. Kingdom of God messages in here. Leap for joy. Your lives, verse 13, are like salt among the people. But if you like salt, become bland, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. Your lives light up the world. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? We're talking about the message of the kingdom of God. And who would light a lamp and then hide it at an, in an excurred place? Now, keep in mind, here Jesus is, he calls you the light of the world. He knows your power. Why would Je- Jesus say this? Why would I take you and put you in a place where nobody can see you? Why would I take my treasure that I want all of my creation to behold? and hide it not to be seen instead it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light so don't hide your light let it shine brightly before others so that your commendable works will shine as light upon them and then they will give their praise to your father in heaven i just gave you in 15 16 verses The message of the kingdom of God that Jesus introduced to the world. And according to the book of Revelation, I'm not trying to get no theological study. i got a few more minutes here. But when the Lamb takes the book out of the one that sits in the throne's lap, He opens up the book and He releases the seven spirits of God, which is not seven gods. It's one God that has seven character traits, attributes, whatever you want to call it that define Him. Amen? he's righteous he's good he's meek amen he releases that message the kingdom of God he releases God into the earth so that God could be in Christ restoring the world people back to himself that's the message of the kingdom Jesus came as that example where Adam failed as God's credible witness in the beginning because the enemy knows how powerful we are, and he knows that the only way he can build his kingdom. he's very attracted to you. The enemy is so attracted to you because of why you're powerful. When you trying to say, "According to God's own word, you're the most powerful thing He's ever put together." There's nothing in His creation to compare with the power that He's invested in you. The dominion and the authority how do you know that pastor well it don't take long if you'll just tune in for station identification you can hear him talking about how much he loves you and that he wants to live on the inside of you anyone that has god on the inside they ain't a power like it I think paul's effect, right now christ in us the hope of glory When I let him in, it's one thing to enjoy the fact that his presence is with me. But when you let him in, the potential of him getting his glory now just elevated exponentially. Because when he comes in, he comes in with an experience. It's more than, man, can you feel God? Yeah, I can feel God. Oh, it don't feel good. Yeah, it feels good. What are we going to do? Well, why don't we let God in? Let him in. Well, I'm afraid what people might think. Because that means he's in charge now. Oh, and he chose the foolish things of the world and confound the wise. And he may ask me to do something I can't understand and explain. And so I'll just stay with filling him right now. He said, my spirit will not always hang out with us. But he'll hang out and he'll let us reject him and reject him and reject him and reject him pastor Lowe, this is new no this is not new gospel this is him talking and he's talking to me about the guy in the mirror i deal with so again let me digress i'm not preaching to nobody here i'm just giving you the word god gave me for me to get better at letting him be be lord in my own life amen i want to see him on a level i've never seen him before me let him on a level I've never let him before. That's country boy philosophy, but it works. Amen. So let's let him in. The devil knows the most powerful thing in all of creation is where God chooses to abide. He's attracted to you, not because the devil loves you, The devil's attracted to you because he needs your power to build his kingdom the thing that God invested in you can be taken from you because you're going to be fathered by one of two spirits and you can go to church every Sunday and your father can be the devil and you can look like everything's good and not an ounce of the kingdom of God will manifest that's why I said while we were reading the message on the kingdom of God, examine yourself. Because God is looking for his house. And he's pulling on everybody in this world. Everybody. The most wicked person right now, he's after them. The question is, am I so baptized in his spirit ah, to the level that I can love That person I call the most wicked person like he loves them and I'm my position to be available for him amen so that he can speak through me and bring hope to that wicked person am I positioned to do that and if you're not positioned to love the most wicked person in this earth you can be before you leave today you can draw that circle around where you're standing are sitting and right there where you're at god can do a miraculous event in your life amen that changes you and empowers you to be his change agent in our world amen and so let's let's make up our mind today to be god's representative because just like jesus satan needs a representative to declare his will so that he can accomplish his purpose. So, I, I don't know if I told you this already, but I do know that uh, a good example was like I told the, uh, the um, huddle group today, Life Changers. I said, when, when the President of the United States goes anywhere, if he gets on a crop duster, that plane is known as what? Air Force One and if he lands in any land outside of this nation there's an announcement that makes when he gets off that crop duster the United States has arrived Just get this reporter, you catch this and if God is on board this vessel his temple And I walk into 7-Eleven, an announcement's made from heaven. Oh, the people in 7-Eleven may be blind, and they can't hear because the enemy has taken their hearing from them, dulled it. He's blinded them. They have blinders on. They can't see. But when you walk in 7-Eleven, heaven is announcing the kingdom of God has arrived. his bride is powerful and every member of his body is powerful and when we step into our identity if any man or woman be in Christ he is a new creature (laughs) all this stuff in the world that I've been associated is passed away all things become new when I let him come into his house. So the enemy manipulated Adam. And God saw his representative choose to follow darkness instead of light. But God loved Adam. And God ran after Adam. Chased him down. Gave him mercy. And you find this type and shadow through the whole Old Testament, and some of you are thinking, "Why would God want to choose me?" Well, it's like Moses. Moses said, "Lord, are you, are you sure? You, you sure? You are you, you? got Alzheimer or something? You don't know that I stutter. I can't even talk to but you. Want me to be your spokesman to Egypt? You're the one I picked. You're the one for the job." And before God gets through with Moses, Moses is arguing about no i'm not i'm not capable i'm hearing some of y'all do that with god i can't do that now this is because you don't see who you really are moses didn't know who he was but when god got through with moses it didn't matter that he stuttered it didn't matter amen about all the things he saw in the past about himself that didn't qualify him all that mattered is god gave moses an experience at that fiery bush On ground that God's presence made holy and by the time God gets through with him Moses his face is like Flint and he's ready to go be God's representative and you can be sure of this when Moses walked up into that throne room of Pharaoh it was announced from heaven who had just arrived and he was God's representative This is good for some of us today. We need this kind of challenge right now because heaven has called you to note, He's not asking you to do anything without the valid experience and knowing that He's with you. Now, this is why you hear me talk about this often. I've heard several say, Man, I wish I could take the presence of God that's that's that new life with me all through the week. Well, I appreciate what you're saying, but what if you could? And the potential that you're not is because you need something you don't have. Well, man, I feel God every time I'm, I know. And he's the one that draws you here, and, and it's dynamics is powerful, because this is his bride. We go out, we go out as sons. When he's with his bride, it's an intimate room, isn't it? special attentions given to his bride but we're members of that body aren't we when we go out as sons what if you had the zeal of a Joshua in the Old Testament or the zeal of a Peter in the New Testament amen you know <laughs> I heard preacher say you know God had the first terrorists that were on his disciples two of them first terrorist what do you mean pastor James and John Sons of thunder. They wanted to call fire down from heaven to kill people. Yeah, the pastor said, when you want to kill somebody, that's terrorism. And Jesus challenged him. He said, what spi- you don't know what spirit you are of. And yet, Jesus would call a couple of terrorists to come join with him. So he could fill them up and change them into becoming terrorists. The kingdom of God. God's credible witnesses. Now, I like this. I got five minutes to talk to you before you. Amen. You, you can let the glory part for any time. But they drug a woman that was caught in the act. We've talked about that here in the last few weeks. And I love the way Jesus was such. An example of what a credible witness looks like. Jesus was the kingdom of God that came in flesh. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word became, now you and I who are fallen flesh are being transformed into becoming the oracle of God. Amen. Jesus picks up where Adam left off we pick up where jesus left off that's what we're going to talk about next week but the beautiful thing about the picture with this woman a man that's (laughs) at the being caught in the act of adultery is that um he loved her while everyone else was judging her and uh this was the religious group. Have you ever done this before? You got the book on somebody. Anybody ever had the book on you before? I got the book on you. Called the Bible, that is. It's an old slur in the religious world. It goes back a couple of decades. I got the book on you. That means you ain't got no place to wiggle. And what we do is we make ourselves the judge. The religious group was so convinced that they were accurate on their judgment. They already had the stones in their hand. But the kingdom of God showed up. And they took a woman that was guilty according to the law in front of the kingdom of God. And when the kingdom of God, which was dominating, powerful, merciful, (laughs) loving, could see something else going on And what the law couldn't do, and keep in mind, Jesus is the law, but what the law couldn't do, the kingdom showed up. This is how Adam was supposed to take care of God's garden and tend to all the trees. Anybody want to be a tree planted by the river of life? And so, the one, the glorious one, the kingdom, has showed up. His boys ain't the kingdom yet. They've been given a commission because when the kingdom invited his boys to come come follow me, they experienced from Jesus the level of confidence that they couldn't have any other way. They experienced Jesus in a way that they were convinced when he sent them out by twos. They knew. Because they experienced him. Man, I heard him when he called me. I sit there at his feet. Man, he poured into us and wow they have a problem when they went out by twos, they preached the kingdom of heaven is near and they healed the sick and they cast out the demons and they raised the dead and the, but that wasn't the that was just the effects of the kingdom then when when a kingdom was taken over a territory y'all that kingdom's evidence started filtering in everywhere and so they dragged that precious girl before him And they're dragging her before the kingdom i wonder how many people in a day's time god positions in front of us that's guilty and i wonder what kind of word they're going to get because they're already being slammed by the religious world and they they can't hardly deal with the shame they're already dealing with they can't deal with the guilt the anxiety the fear And all of a sudden, you are in agreement about who you are. And they come across the path of the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God challenges darkness and says to the religious group, darkness. He or she that's without sin, go ahead, throw it. And when all of the darkness had left, dropped their stones, all the demons had left, he looks at his daughter and he calls her daughter. Powerful kingdom in there. Come on, get up. Go and sin no more. He wasn't telling her to do a work, he was giving her, amen, an experience with him that superseded sin and he sent his word and healed it this is what gets me y'all. in 1992 my wife and I drove up to this town and God showed me this morning while I'm sitting at the table I talked to the staff he said when you and your wife came here son he said the very night that you come in he said, I announced that the kingdom of God had arrived. This is, this is the thing that gets me, and I, and I can't hardly handle it. My wife and I needed more confidence. We needed more evidence, and a knock came to the door. And a lady standing out, when well, nobody knows we're here. And We just drove up, and outside that door, is a lady weeping and she says are y'all ministers and i'm thinking how do you how do you know we're ministers we never met her in our life and the lord told me he said i announced it and she had ears to hear and i sent her to that door because the kingdom had arrived and she got a big hug from heaven that night and me and my wife looked at one another while we're trying to kind of get settled in and sleep and we're getting more confirmations that this was my plan lord's telling me to tell you that every day the accused are being dragged in front of you and he needs a representative he needs his temple he rules from his temple. And there's nothing that matches how powerful you are. And what happens when you're being baptized with the Spirit and with fire is lies that you've been believing are being cast out, cast down. We can get Christianese with and call it devils. Because anything that's not the truth, I had to hear it from somewhere. And I have a father. Whether I like it or not, I'm either going to serve the father, the devil, or my father, Jesus Christ. Today, we're making some decisions because our world is hurting. And the Christian world, only know what to do right now with all the this stuff going on. And they're trying to walk in wisdom, but they're not getting their wisdom this way. They're getting it this way. And our world needs a miracle. Jesus showed up, and he tells his boys toes to toe with them, the works you see me do, greater you're going to do. I didn't read it to you because I'm going to pick up next week and and, and we're going to talk about that. But Jesus, when he came, he told the religious group, he said, you think think that you belong to Abraham. I said, see, but you're not. Because if you was Abraham's seed, you would make room for me. But you haven't. He said, I hear and I experience and see what I experience in the presence of my Father. But you do what your Father says. And in God's economy, we're going to find out as we move through the rest of this, as God's given it to me, is the work that God's asking from you is to be His mouthpiece. When Jesus set that woman free, What did he really do? He spoke it. You never find him laying hands on someone that's demon-possessed. He spoke it. The centurion said, Lord, I'm a man of authority. I understand it. All you need to do is just say it. Well, who's going to go all do this work? God's going to do it through us. He's got a heavenly host ready to go to work. The heavenly host is waiting on our agreement. There's declarations in this room. In this room, all sickness in San Antonio can go. But we've got to come into agreement. Jesus came and whole cities were healed. Whole cities were healed and he says toe-to-toe greater works you're gonna do well how we gonna do that we're gonna be your mouthpiece declarations we've been doing them around here and they work declarations do the work if you're tired because you're working for Jesus you might be on the wrong side the wrong spirit may be what you're entertaining if you're tired Anybody ever been tired doing the work of God before? I have. And I didn't know it was the devil I was working for. And I was going to church every Sunday. But when you get to where you belong in the spirit, all of a sudden the work is different than the way it is in a religious world. Oh, some of y'all are hearing this right now. Heaven's host is waiting on you to let them announce the kingdom of God has arrived. You've got some plans, don't you, in the next week or so? Does those plans supersede God's plan for his kingdom? I believe those plans are awesome because he's already scheduled people that are hurting to be in your path wherever you go, whatever you put your hand to do, they're there. And he's ready to announce the kingdom has arrived. Father, I thank you for this word today. and I thank you for the opportunity to introduce a rediscovery of the kingdom of God message. That you take all religious spirits out of our thinking the way we perceived you in the past we've examined ourselves today Lord and we're convinced that you're the only way you're the only truth you're the only life and that you chose us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth and that you establish this message that don't change It's the everlasting gospel it will never change Let this message get a hold of us until it takes over and all that we can ever say is what we hear you say. And all that we can ever do is declare what we see you do, Lord. Thank you for heaven's host that you've already positioned, you've already postured. They're ready to go. They're ready to take care of this right now. Some of y'all are feeling the presence of God. Let, Let it come. Don't worry about what other people think. Be filled with the Spirit right now. Just you and Jesus are here. No one else is here but you and Daddy. And Daddy wants to affirm you. It's time to be filled. It's time to be changed. It's time to be, amen, the temple of the Holy Spirit and fire. It's time to be the kingdom of God in our earth. He will not do it without his church. He gets his glory through his church. Amen. It's okay if you wanna sit, you can stand or you can come forward. But I encourage you, whatever you see him doing, go with it. Whatever you hear him saying, declare it. Let the king take over his house Give him total lead in his house. God bless you guests. If you need to go, you're welcome to go. We're going to spend some time letting the Lord take over in in our spirit today. Be filled with the Spirit. God bless you.